When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. Jimmy Hendrix for you. Good and love, Jimmy. Right there, one mile away from my mother's house in White slash Conyanga Lake, New York, Yasgur's Farm. We performed one mile from where I grew up every summer, literally, one mile away. Now they've got beautiful Bethel Woods there, this gorgeous amphitheater. Jimmy, while I kiss this guy. He was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best ever, folks, whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights here on WABC or his own website. We've been uh, telling you about the uh, the morning, the message of the day, BillOReilly.com. Great interviews, great TV show, great columns. Of course, a killing series still kills it. He does a great morning little report for us at 725 every weekday, which I listen to and is always right on the money. And, of course, this special appearance, the biggest ratings of any segment on this station all week long is O'Reilly and Rosenberg right now at 8.43. So here he is, my dear friend Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. I was blaring Hendrick's Purple Haze uh, in the haze yesterday in my front yard. <laughs> there you uh, go. Rally people. That's why, Lou was... Rupi, that's why Lou Rapino's a genius because he picked the song Purple Haze on this day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was listening to you and John Katz about uh, buying CNN, but there, there are some problems with that. What's that? The first one is big for you. If that happens, you have to change your name to Poppy Rosenberg. <laughs> or or I can do what everybody else is doing in 2023 and become Caitlin Rosenberg. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be – and then it's going to be Wolf Sliwa. Anderson Morano. Oh, my God. That's great. Yeah. On a serious note, though, you, um, and I'll give you credit for this because you've been yelling and screaming about the media since, uh, quite frankly, Fox News screwed you. And uh, the bias and the agenda-driven stuff we see every day. And you would agree, Bill, at this point, that of all these networks, and I actually think MSNBC is more hateful than CNN. I do. That's my opinion. But uh, at any rate, you would agree that CNN, now at the firing of Lick, they just got rid of Zucker, has become so embarrassing, it is time for new ownership, yes? Oh, yeah. I mean, but the Lick thing didn't have anything to do with um, people being disenchanted inside the tent. It was a coordinated effort by the progressive corporate media to destroy him, and it worked. And, I mean, this is just... Right after Trump did the town hall, the cabal in the media said, we got to get rid of Licht. We cannot let this man allow 
Trump and others like Trump on CNN. So in short order, The Atlantic, New York Magazine, L.A. Times, Axios, Vanity Fair, Huffington Post, New York Times, Washington Post, Boston Globe, Seattle Times, Daily Beast, Salon, The Nation, all did individual hit pieces on Licked. All of them did individual, and it was timed, because if you understand Saul Alinsky, who is the patron saint of the progressive movement, his rules for Radical 13 is pick your target, freeze it, personalize it, polarize it. Hmm. This was a campaign. And Warner Brothers Discovery, the parent company of CNN, folded. Okay? And the same crew that I just mentioned, the NPR is in there, Hollywood Reporter, Rolling Stone, Political, they did the same thing to Fox News. And it wasn't at first successful because Roger Ailes knew it and fought it. But once he departed, then the new management had couldn't stand up to these people. And that's why you've seen these tremendous changes over the past six years at Fox. Hmm. This power in corporate media in America is hidden power. People don't understand it. But if they want you out, it's like the mafia. They're going to get you out. It may take a while. In Lick's case, it didn't because they had the hate Trump thing going on, and they had quizlings from inside CNN feeding them all kinds of stuff. So Lick didn't have a real chance, and he had low ratings. If the ratings were high, it would have had a better chance to survive. So when you have a democracy, when, when voters are dependent upon information to make informed decisions about voting, okay, and you have this powerful progressive cabal actually assassinating people by taking their jobs, this is ultra dangerous. And that was my analysis yesterday, and I, I, I want everybody to think about it because what I'm telling you is 100% true because I went through it myself. They targeted me for years, and once my shield disappeared, it was just a matter of time. And I didn't know it. I was too stupid to figure it out. Hmm. But once I saw a color of change, a George Soros-funded organization pick it in front of Fox News, I went, ah, yeah, I mean, I don't there think I, I don't think you were too stupid. I think you were. No, I was. No, nah, I, I, I should have seen it because it was relentless. Sid. Yeah, maybe naive though. I mean, look, you were an immense figure, hugely popular. Sometimes that makes us think we're bulletproof. I mean, we may be saying the same thing right now with Donald Trump. I had guests on this morning, both Judge Napolitano and a very famous defense attorney, Arthur Idala, who said, "Let me tell you something. This latest indictment, which is coming down any day now with these documents." He can go to jail. His campaign can certainly be over. Then I get Liz Pipko telling me, well, wait a second, slow down. It could take a long time. You know, you got the appeals. You got the indictment could take a year. The FBI's got something in place to make sure election interference doesn't go that way. So two different opinions on this one. Where does Bill O'Reilly stand? Well, I don't stand anywhere because I don't know what the evidence will be that's presented to the American public. There are two actions here. There's the legal action, and Trump, I do believe, will be indicted, and so do his lawyers, because this special counsel, Jack Smith, has to do this, or he's through in Washington, D.C. 
I'm not saying he's not an honest man. I don't know him. But I know he has to bring something. And the fact that we know for a fact now that uh, Trump's attorneys visited Jack Smith a couple yeah, of days and, and ago. They believe, Trump's attorneys believe he's, uh, that Donald Trump's going to be indicted shortly. Um, but the other case is the court of public opinion. And that is, at this point, more important to Trump than the legalisms which he can delay and which will ultimately go to the Supreme Court. Okay, because the uh, Trump people are going to say this is election interference. That's what this is. They're trying to coup d'etat to get me out of here. And they've been doing it forever. And they can make a fairly strong case about that. Just keep that in mind. So but the court of public opinion is something else. And it's fairly simple. What evidence? What is the crime and what evidence do you have to back it up? But there's another shadow that nobody's talking about. There's a special counsel investigating Biden for the little red Corvette uh, documents in his in his garage. Remember Prince song? Little yeah, red yes. Yesterday okay. would have been Prince's birthday. Would have been 65 yesterday. Well, thank you for that. I did there not you know that. There you go. Yeah. Um, but Hunter Biden's favorite song is Little <laughs> Red Corvette. And, and there's a special counsel. Have you heard anything about the special counsel? No, but, but I, would, I would tell you this. I brought it up in the Palatano. I said people who have said to me for a long time, how can you possibly indict Trump and not indict Biden? And he said two things. He said, first of all, they may have Trump on tape. And secondly, Trump can't use Biden as an argument. No, Trump can't use Biden. But again, the court of a public opinion. So, I mean, you know, Americans essentially are, I think, still remain a fair minded people. But they, they don't understand what's happening in this country is a fundamental revolution to try to silence people that the progressives don't like. And they're using the justice system to do it. Now, I have an open mind. I'm a reporter. So I'm waiting for, okay, you're good. look, Alvin Bragg's prosecution of Donald Trump, every fair-minded person knows that is ridiculous. That is political. Everybody knows that. Are we going to have the same thing here at the federal level? Well, what do you got? See, my question last night, and I, and I hit uh, Chris Cuomo on News Nation right between the eyes with it. I know Trump as well as anybody knows Trump. There's nothing in it for Trump to actively take confidential documents and bring them to Mar-a-Lago. What's in it for him to do that? What? You, if you wanted it for a book or something like that, you just take a picture of it. Okay, let me throw this at you, okay, because you do know him better than anybody. Don't you think Donald Trump, and I love the guy, and I'm supporting him, okay, but I also know he's got some serious flaws. Don't you think Trump loves the fact that he's got boxes of documents that may or may not be classified with real confidential information at his own house? You don't think Trump loves that? He doesn't need an excuse. I got boxes. I'm the president. I'm Trump. I'm the man. Look what I've got. You can't buy that? No, I'm not. The only okay. boxes that Trump wants are filled with $100 bills. Okay. All right. right? He doesn't. Then why did he have wrong. them? Then why did he have I, them? I, I could be wrong, but to just to have documents in your basement where he never goes and in violation of a federal law, it just isn't stacked for me. Then why did he have them? I don't because I don't even know if he knew he had him. Nah, he knew. There's nothing how, that man. How? How? Look, 
when you leave the Oval Office, when yeah. you leave the West Wing of the White House, your stuff is packed up. Trump is not a micromanager guy. He's not saying, well, you take this Iranian document, Ben, and, and then we'll take this. Okay, then, then explain this to me. Then explain this to me. Because, and again, I hate going after Trump because I love him and I support him. But he was the one, Bill O'Reilly, who said on CNN, I watched the whole thing with Caitlin Collins. Let me tell you something. My boxes that I did take, they were out in the open. They were lined up in the garden at the White House the day I left for everybody to see. He didn't say he didn't see them. He didn't know they were there. He said, unlike Biden. Do you really think, and you know Trump a little bit. I know him a lot. Right. That Trump sat in a chair going through these documents? Oh, no, no way. No, no. Come on. No. I mean, the guy, his concentration ban is 45 seconds. (laughs) Okay? I mean, look. Maybe he did it. I'm not saying he didn't do it, but it doesn't stack up with the way he conducts himself. Gotcha. There's nothing in it for him to violate a federal law. Now, maybe what happened was he, he is a stubborn man, and nobody's going to tell Donald Trump what to do. So once the National Archives started annoying him, it's possible that he just didn't pay attention or said, screw them. Right. It's possible. But that's why we have to wait and see what Jack Smith, the special counsel, presents to the public. And, you know, I'm, as I said, keeping an open mind about it. If you're Ron DeSantis and you have spent the last couple of months getting hammered by Trump, now we're starting to fight back just a little. But I got to tell you, it's like a rabbit punch compared to what Trump throws at him. It's, it's actually kind of a joke. But now this does happen. Another indictment. This one seemingly much more serious, Bill, because the truth is, legally, federal indictments are much more serious than Alvin Bragg's state indictment. Not even close. If you're Ron DeSantis, does this become part of your arsenal? Yeah, but they have to be careful. Because if Trump is taken off the board by his legal problems, the MAGA voters have to go somewhere. Go to him. Doesn't he get him, Ron? Or they go to Tim Scott? <laughs> I don't know who they go to. But if you're going to, you know, try to tear Trump's throat out, all right, um, then the MAGA voters are going to notice that. So you got Sanders got to be careful. So Sanders is in a good zone now. He's in the bullpen. He's watching Max Scherzer give up 11 hits in five <laughs> innings, and Trump is Scherzer. Right. Okay. Right. So you don't really have to do much now. You wait until it plays out. That's why all these people have gotten in uh, to the Republican primary, because all they're doing is treading water to see how it goes. If Trump is not going to be viable, then anything can happen. Um, and so that's why you're seeing all these people sign up. I want to mention one more thing to you. I'm not going to be on next week because I'm going to be in Ireland. Oh. Um, and I want to, you know, give everybody fair warning over there uh-huh. in Ireland. I'm coming over. It's a father-son trip. I've got a bunch of my friends taking their uh, sons over. Awesome. We're going to Donegal and Belfast where I did report on the troubles. I'm going to show them all where I was and what was happening there. Um, so um really looking forward to it. Donegal is the only county in Ireland I have not seen. Wow. Yeah, I've seen the whole country. I I tell all WABC listeners, um, Ireland, and this is a cliche, is a magical place. Mm. There isn't a bad road 
in the car, and there's no traffic. Right. Okay? right. And no, there's no wildfire smoke. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> and there's, and there's yeah. no Mets yeah. Yeah. one game below well, 500. Two games so. now. We really suck. Um, you know what's funny is, now that I think about it, is this the first time you and Spencer are going together? Probably not, right? You probably don't. No, no, no. Yeah, right. I mean, right. He, he, look, um, PBS did this uh, Finding Your Roots story on me. Yeah. I'm 92%. Irish. So I was going to say because 92%. the guy that kind of takes ownership at this station of the whole Irish thing, and maybe it's because he was there with Bill Clinton and the whole thing and played a very big part in the whole Good Friday deal is Pete King. Yeah. The King's almost as Irish as I am. Almost as Irish. I think he's got a little Italian in there. So I, right. I don't know what happened. There. I mean, you sound more Irish. You're O'Reilly. He's King. King could be anything. Yeah, but he, look, he's a good man. He's a great you know guy. All that. But I want John uh, Katz to buy CNN. I do. I, that's going to be very amusing. Um, uh, Poppy Rosenberg. I really <laughs> I like it. I like it. I wanted to do it, too, and I want him to put you on at 8 o'clock at night. How about that? Anything could happen, but right? Uh, right? I don't think Warner Brothers is going to give it up but myself. Um, oh, I do. Oh, I do. Yeah, you think they will? I huh? think it's become a blight, an embarrassment. Uh, it doesn't make money, and uh, John has the cash, and I think it is entirely possible, if not probable, that Bill O'Reilly is doing 8 p.m. weeknights on the new CNN, the Katsimatidis News Network. That would be something, boy. This whole country would be upside down. It would be great. Let's do it, Bill. Hey, listen, I'm going to miss you next week. That's a big hurt for me, but I'm happy for you and your son, who was a very, very sweet kid. So enjoy Ireland, and uh, we'll see you when you get back, buddy. Thank all you right, so happy much. Happy Father's Day to you. And you too. And all the other good fathers around, um, go to BillOReilly.com uh, store. we got tremendous Father's Day gifts with the Killing Books and the Team Noble stuff. So uh, thanks for having me on. It's always fun, Sid. Appreciate yeah, me it. Too. Me too. Have a great time out there. And Bill's right. Happy Father's Day, of course. He says that it's not this Sunday. It's the following Sunday. But we won't talk to Bill O'Reilly, I guess, till Thursday the 22nd or something like that. Have fun, Bill O'Reilly.